Hi everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of Sexplore with Papushka. And today we have a new face to the podcast. Ah, she's the bodacious, ostentatious, charismatic, charming. In fact, that's a, hey, Mr. Kugasa, if we just, just introduce yourself. Okay, please don't gas me like that. Hey guys, I'm Natalie. I'm just some ordinary human being who goes to who does everyday life things, if I can say that, but with a very loud mouth. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Tell us what do you do? Like, tell us something about Natalie. Like, unapenda nini? Well. Well, Natalie is a creative. She enjoys to um, she enjoys singing. She enjoys um, I can't say drawing, but designing. Because when you draw and design, it's very different. Because when you draw, you're talented. When you design, you're functional. So like, you can almost see the picture somewhere. <laughs> and then also, um, I I enjoy. Um, I enjoy working with other creatives. So currently I am one of the heads at Jamaica Africa. So yeah. Interesting. I didn't know the design and, and, and drawing part. That's new information. I'm sure most of y'all didn't know as well. That is very new. How many women invent? It's very new because yeah, it is because like no, it's not my like creation. It's like it's because like you know when you do drawing like art, it's expressive, it's beautiful, it's wow. When you do design, you're you're kind of like the mainframe. Like you know how they start the sketching and it looks clowny. Yeah. Yeah, that's how we kind of go. <laughs> then we try and like you know, then you add other things that are made in real life, so you don't have to like cry about it. I'm an interior designer, by the way. <laughs> okay. So, Natalie, welcome yeah. to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about something very, very interesting: um, menstrual sex uh, and the menstrual cycle. Oh how it affects your decisions, how it affects your sex drive, how it affects your sex game, generally just the impacts and effects of your menstruation cycle to your sex drive. Are you ready? Sure. Fine. I'll be ready. Okay, fine. So we're just going to break it down into the four um, cycles, menstrual cycles, and just analyze them one by one. Mm-hmm. So beginning with the first one, which is the menstrual phase, this is the phase that you're yeah. min- the actual phase that you're menstruating. Um, I'll tell you the biological side, then you'll tell me the, the realistic side and, and how it affects you and probably from the information that you know. So generally, biologically okay. speaking, um, during the menstruation itself, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you have uh, you actually have low hormones, estrogen, testosterone, low hormones. However, there are mm-hmm. things that could happen. You could either mm-hmm. be too horny or too disinterested in sex. You're never in between when you're ovulate when you are when you're menstruating mm-hmm. itself. It's either you want sex or you don't. And um, you know some mm-hmm. some of the effects. The, the beauty of this is, um, especially people who get horny when they are menstruating, they enjoy menstrual sex with their partners. Mm-hmm. I personally think that I don't know what you think, but I think sometimes side effects of of periods could be mental. Like you know the way some people are, some people <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> let me let me justify my statement. Do you know the way some people say that some people say that mm-hmm. oh, I'm a Leo, so I'm supposed to be strong. Oh, I'm an Iris, so I'm a fire element or I'm a water element. So their mind gets fixated to these ideological people that they're supposed to. Be. 
I feel sometimes for ladies, uh, what happens is sometimes, oh, me na umuanga na kichwa nikiwa na periods. Oh, me when I'm moody when I'm menstruating. So you force the moodiness sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're moody. You just know that you're menstruating. You expect to be moody and therefore you get to be moody not because you are moody but because you fixed your mind that when i'm menstruating i am moody i have a headache i have stomach pains and i don't have an appetite what do you think do you think sometimes mm-hmm. mental let me tell you about that yeah <laughs> so when it comes to um being like on the sexual mindset it's 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 very true there is no in between when you want sex you really really want and you you want to have it but those people who like menstrual sex good for them <laughs> mm. i'm sensing something <laughs> someone is not a fan i am personally not a fan because i have a very nasty graphic image on that thing like mm-hmm. i want everything else but the penetration or but the touching down there because my hoo ha is <laughs> closed So <laughs> what I can say is that like with menstrual sexuality like you get very very um you get very very horny and it sucks because like you really really want to get something done but you can't have that thing thing done so you just live on with it like for people who suffer like who don't like menstrual sex where where those sufferers um when you have when you also have your menstrual period um you also have also low libido where you just want um well it's not just only as in you're disinterested in sex this is the part where like i think our partners should get engaged more because this is the part where uh the woman or rather personally i would want to romanticize with my partner because it wouldn't be fair if like i have low libido and because i have low libido you're not going to do much so yeah okay it would it would really, it would really like be uh, so to say <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you didn't talk about the side effects being mental do you think that's true that sometimes to... yeah is that sometimes like i was about to get there but like now when it comes to the mental part yeah um uh, the part for like when the menstrual cycle, menstrual cycle the part for deciding when if you're going to have a period you're going to be moody um some people put that in their mindset yes they assume that that's how the menstrual cycle works but honestly i think it's all hormones because personally i would not know what i'm going to get mad at in the next second i do not know how my week is going to be like i do not i cannot predict how um irrational like can be during that period like you may not have that mindset mindset that it's going to be very moody but it can happen to you because also um there are also like physical issues that come in because some people either get either the the moodiness the hormonal imbalance com- like the complete hormonal imbalance and physical pain and then there's physical pain or mental situations for personally i get either or and god you never know what's coming in the next month so what i can say is that <laughs> cuz like honestly with my partner personally like when we have arguments and everything 
was like, huh. It's about to come soon. And when it happens during, I'm just like, well, I'm like, our conversations are a bit more plutonic because I am less irrational before the stage that we're about to reach after this menstrual cycle. So, yeah, it's just that, like, there's no, there's no way to test how much testosterone, whatever they usually call it, like that hormone, the guy hormone in Mm. the woman at that point, because it's, it's intense, but you don't know how it can decide to pump itself out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned things that I highlighted. One of them was, um, I think, and, and this is why it's either you, you want to have sex or you don't want to have sex. Some people like yourself are too fixated on the idea of how the sex will turn out. They're too fixated on probably uh, the blood yeah. or the stains or the, the side mm-hmm. effects. And that anxiety enables them not to want uh, penetrative sex. However, there are people who... Mm-hmm. On the other hand, want a distraction from their their periods, from the menstruating itself. So they want the sex to distract themselves. They want to experience something different to escape the reality of 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 what is happening now to their body. Do you think that could be accurate? It could be accurate, yes, because um, well, it's not exactly that, but like you know, with the cramping and all, and then your horny, like that pressure needs to be released somehow. So. You can imagine how um, how intense that can be. Yeah, sure. So, sure. like, like you can like you're feeling pain, but then there's this urge, like, God, I need something there. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just want to scream. Like, it honestly, I honestly feel like women are lucky that they don't have dicks because. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, with the horny ones. <laughs> We would be caught. Honestly, we would be caught. No, 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 no. We're all sexual beings, but if we had dicks, we'd be caught. Quite a lot. And it honestly happens, like, it honestly happens, like, at awkward times. Well, I'm sure guys get all awkward times and it's become the new normal. But, like, you know, like, a woman can be sitting or she can be, like, very single and she'd be like very okay with herself she's been perfectly fine with herself and then all of a sudden she's like i need some now <laughs> okay interesting <laughs> and, you're looking, and you're looking well the people who are obedient really you know confidently just go get themselves a dildo some people who want some some, some other extra skin they go look for someone out there well, it all depends on how the single life would take someone. So, yeah. Great. So you actually mentioned what I was talking about. Like sometimes you could be horny, but you don't want penetrative sex. You could have alternative mm-hmm. ways, you know, alternative ways of getting an orgasm. Excuse me. For example, mm-hmm. just cuddling. You know, if your love language is physical touch, this is the time to cuddle, Netflix, chill, just lie on your bay and yes. you know, enjoy physical touch with your bay. Anything else that is not penetration. Yeah. Actually, yeah, very true. Because, like, I have experienced that. And, like, there was this one time I was planning to, like, stay over with with him. And he was, um, and I was on my period. And, that, honestly, that was the most romantic week of my life. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. The, the feeling of being taken care of, right? The feeling of having someone the there. Feeling, it definitely is. 
I think sometimes you get moody because you are all alone and and you you know you're dealing with it yourself. It's it's like pregnancy. So when you have someone to deal with it, uh, when you when you're dealing with it, when you have someone around, it makes it even better. You know. It could. <laughs> I'm going it there. could. I, I'm going there. <laughs> so now another thing I mentioned, and this is my advice. This is my secret. In fact, this should be a secret in the, to the men listening to the podcast. It's essential that mm. you know your cycle i feel it's essential personally i usually know not even for my people but even for my female mm-hmm. friends it's important to know so mm-hmm. that you know how you relate with them and when you'll propose what you know you know when they are moody you know when they are you know we'll go through the cycle but it's important as a man to know your your partner's mental cycle menstrual cycle rather but some la- ladies are not comfortable talking about it and why is that so um well you don't know how people have been cultured it all starts from when you first started and it all depends on the environment you've been in and how you've been like cultured into that kind of environment like you know when you're in like when you start young or early like cuz like oh my god like you're bleeding you know that kind of stigma and everything but then when you grow out of it and get to the next stage um it all depends on the people that you interact with at that point let's say when you get to like your your um when you get to your mid teenage like let's say 14 15 there so like you're trying to you're trying to find a place on you and you're trying to find a place you're trying to find your identity you know it all comes that identity crisis finding to get trying to get comfortable with yourself so mm-hmm. when you let's imagine like um you went to a high school whereby um if you stay in yourself like you can imagine how a teacher can come to you and be like Honestly, why didn't you take care of yourself better? Honestly, why did you do this? Like, you know that kind of thing. And then yeah. also if you have your period and then you're in public as a big Oh my goodness, you know, that kind of thing. Like even the fact that like even your parents don't even tell you how the hell your period happens. Because personally on my experience, I was I was I got my period and I was just told put on a pad. I learned how to put on the pad and that was it. Everything else like you have to figure out on your own. But honestly from my experience I prayed for my period because I was a late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> I asked the gods. I asked the gods if I could get my period 2500 times. I really regret it to this day and I really hope <laughs> the Lord did it seriously. <laughs> But you know God well. <laughs> well, um I I you talked about how someone has been cultured and, and i think there's so much um stigma around menstruation and this mm-hmm. should be something that we normalize this is a natural normal body you know uh process and especially for women yeah. there's so stigma around certain things a man can walk mm. with a dick print in their you know their what do you call them sweatpants and it's okay but we're cosa to cover brown out benje it's stigma you know and yeah, it is At the same time I think it's important for us as a society to normalize this. Um I'll share my personal experience not once or twice. Mm-hmm. I in campus especially um met a lady who you know stained their clothes and I, I offered to even take them to the shop or supermarket to buy or I went to buy for them. At times I would even mm-hmm. carry you know someone would be like mbona unapetemena parts because it's important to deconstruct one toxic masculinity and men two, like you it's important these are things we need to understand even and we, we talked about women not being able to talk about their periods with men but at the same time yeah. there are men who don't want to know you know the men who kisema tu kwa periods are like okay fine it have to kimaliza they're just not interested you know yeah 
but but i think now but, if if you have a partner and you yes you wanted to say something no i'm just thinking like if you have a partner like i'm agreeing yeah and, well, and yeah. it's all about how you understand each other because if it's built in love and you understand each other it's important for them to be interested regardless of how they were brought up they'll do it for you they'll not get yeah. too deep into it but you know maybe between 7th na 13th unakwanga hivi na hivi so nafaa kufanya hii na hii you know sometimes they'll mm-hmm. surprise you with like for example if you crave chocolates during your periods they might just surprise you ujamwambia hata and these are love language in itself you know mm-hmm. actually like when when you put down your when you change your um when you come forth and you change when you put down your gender roles and come in as person A and person B and you're trying to like work things out that just that just makes the whole this is where you you start you start making women get confused yeah you start mm-hmm. being all antisized and everything and you just think like oh my god that's for me Huh, wait till the next cycle just so you can just so you can confirm whether it's true or not true about your your feelings so as we go out of this cycle yeah mm-hmm. i don't know if all women experience this but there's a point where my emotions are very blank i am very clear when it comes to decisions but mm-hmm. like emotionally you're just blank like you feel nothing you don't want romance you don't want sex you don't want anything but there is like when you're with your partner well there is the love and everything you converse everything you feel nice it's just that you want more of friendship than um than all the love making and all that kind of stuff so like what happens is um i feel eh. I, i i cannot describe it any better but i feel eh. <laughs> I totally get it. I totally get it. And ironically it also happens for men but I I know where that falls in and we'll get into that in one of the cycles. It, it's it's part of a, a side effect of, of mm-hmm. you know a cycle. Yeah so but like when you're exiting that period like you get to that point that's when you can clearly think out all the actions you did in the past uh, let's say 8 to 10 days. <laughs> yeah. You can look at everything that you have or every action you have taken and if any action makes you feel pathetic or makes you or makes me feel like shit at that point um mm. excuse my french i hope i'm not too graphic but anyway this is sex explore so. it's a sex <laughs> podcast what, how how much graphic can you get <laughs> <laughs> so personally when i make my when i make decisions 10 days before I really try to make sure that I have not messed up. I have not done anything that I'm going to regret eventually. And if I've done something that I'm going to regret eventually, this is when I drop it. Mm-hmm. Then you come back out and then you can, you know, be okay. <laughs> okay. I would like us to put a pause on that, a bookmark on that. We'll we'll get to that in one of the stages. Okay. I want us to go to the second stage which is the follicular stage and mm. for me this is when most of you are emotionally vulnerable because this is just the period after you you're done actually menstruating mm-hmm. uh, and it's the period before the ovulation starts taking place so for mm-hmm. those of you who are not horny during menstruation this is the extreme point of your libido your libido is extremely hard at this point you're vulnerable you're confident because you're not having your periods and you're mm-hmm. still horny so this is the time mm-hmm. you want to engage in the mo- 
connects with the most people. And um, I, I feel this is where most of you are emotionally vulnerable in terms of the decisions they make, as you're talking about. Uh, this mm-hmm. is when you go back to your ex. This is when you join a dating <laughs> app. This is when you have casual sex with that person who you don't even like. Uh-huh. As in, this is just to be extremely vulnerable and make the wrong decision sexually. What do you think about this stage? Um, let me talk about that stage. Let's see. The, the cycle, basically, like from what I've gathered and what I've been able to relate to content-wise, is that you get to your period. Then the next stage is when you have like a very, um, like, you're getting, like you're picking up on your feet, yeah? Before you get that confidence, yeah. like, oh, wow, I feel so sexy this week. Or I feel so sexy today. And it just keeps on for the whole, you know. And then um, before your ovulation, yeah, there are, like, two stages there. So yeah. one of them, like I told you, is the mess stage. And when you get to the mess stage, well, you can do, you can make decisions almost emotionlessly or very with, filled with emotions. Because... Yeah. It all depends on the experience you've been given at that point because um how how do I put this because <laughs> um huh, the words are gone. Oh my goodness. I'm supposed to be talking. Explain what the word means. <laughs> I'm trying. So between wow. that I have I have tried now I've got it. So now the fact that you're finally like you're vulnerable at this point. It's it's not necessarily vulnerable, but like your sex drive is the one that takes you the most. It's not your emotional state. It's your sex drive. Mm. So like your sex drive makes you make decisions and your decisions at that point, whether short term or long term, will be the best decisions you ever make. <laughs> because you do mm-hmm. not feel like you don't necessarily feel even with like when you make bad decisions, it's funny as hell. When you make <laughs> it's really funny because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe. Like, imagine I slept with this guy, and it wasn't supposed to go. I get your point. Yeah. And then you find it so funny. You you go against some of your morals, some of the things that you knew you'd never yeah, do. You get bolder and more confident. It's like you become the new predator. You know. But <laughs> 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 so that's for the girls who are like ultra confident or basically have a very outgoing or extrovert personality. But for those, in short, that's for, for you. For, for the introverts, <laughs> I am not too sure, but like I do know that um, at that point they do get to they get more confident. They have some, they have some higher confidence because my I think my best friend is a bit of an introvert, but she still goes hard. But she's a bit of an introvert. Mm-hmm. So like, while she picks up herself when she's like, because she's like the most, like me and her are very different publicly because. She's very, mm-hmm. I'm very, I'm very crazy and she's very, you know, she's the calm one. I didn't think of this before, but like, yeah. So like she tries and picks up herself and she feels more confident. She tries even herself and she tries taking pictures and everything. Like, you know, boosting your confidence by yourself. Because this is the point where like women, I don't need a man. If I'm loving you, it's because I can <laughs> You know, that kind of stuff. Like the I don't know if I've answered that. So is it safe to say this? Sorry for cutting you short. Um, I was Mm -hmm. asking, 
Is it safe to say this is where now you get dominant, you get creative? This is when you want to try new styles, new position, new location. This is when you just freaky. And you'll, you'll regret and laugh at yourself later. But for now, you, you leave you the leave now. You leave the now. Yes, you get to the point and you leave the now. Like, this is where I think, like, the mindset of a guy, uh, a very enthusiastic man and a woman can almost connect. Almost. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I I usually look at this stage like you know that that time when we talk about boarding school that uh your day you wish you have food poor you know you're going to see your parents you're going to go to freedom this feels like that stage for me I would relate it to that. that you know that day before you go home and then the next day you're actually home you want to do everything eat chicken eat burgers eat whatever you know walk around wear home clothes that's the where your confidence is yes, heightened it is. it's actually it's actually almost as relatable as that Okay. So so how how do you therefore prevent making uh, um, bad decisions because this is the time you look for your ex. Your toxic <laughs> ex. This is the time you go on a dating. Here's what happens, yeah. Um if you're talking if you're talking like that, um this is what happens. Um you you go looking for your ex. Yeah, sure. You've gone looking for your ex. The problem is you stayed. <laughs> you stayed too long that's how that's how they linger in your life because like you know the way the thing is like they've gone confident to you or they've been talking to you and then you reach out back to them and then they're like yes and then you stay till your vulnerable stage that's how people go back to their exes and like you can't kill that ex habit until you quit it yourself from the point where you don't when you make a bad decision and you don't carry on with it so what I can say is that it all depends on the female at this point. This is where, like, I think this is the woman at her, at, at her optimum character, where um, the timidness of her, like, all the different um, expressions and all the different character traits that she has are very, very, almost one level. So she will either decide to close herself up and keep uh, to herself until the next phase after ovulation. It's a bit crazy. So um, she just, you just, she just chills. She chills, but then like when she makes her decisions and she carries on with them, if she carries on with them for too long, well, it's, it's a downside. That's where the emotional instability comes in. And everybody runs to their ex and be like, why did you go back? And be like, I don't know. You know, some people are just decommatized or prismatized, you know. You can't, you can't. You can't. Um, so I have a question, therefore. Um, two questions, mm-hmm. actually. One, what did your partner do to you when you're in this stage? regardless of your sexual preferences what what do you expect as a woman from your partner and two what do you do to prevent hurting people in this stage because i've experienced mm-hmm. this a lot for example when you're chatting with the lady yeah. in this phase and they give you so much vibe and so much mm-hmm. personality then they go to the next stages of dullness and boredom and you're like it's like i don't know you they don't reply on time they don't want to meet they're just emotionless they're just sad yet Two days ago they gave you some energy <laughs> that now they're not giving you so how do you prevent hurting people because this is when you have one night stand. <laughs> then the other party and is a cut feeling. But then you go like, I know, I was just going by. You sound like you're talking on behalf of, of my guy. Because like, ah. 
<laughs> Love if you're hearing this. Nakupenda. No sikasirike. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so like um what happens when I'm in this stage? Um when I have good days, like this is the part where I want you to do everything with me or you you become a cheerleader. Yeah? So yeah. when you when you watch me like do something I'm like yeah go ahead just do it or um or cuz like there'll be a lot of crazy decisions so like if she wants to if if a woman wants to like you know I want to do this and be like yeah sure let's go do it like you need like it to yeah follow me I follow you like at this point <laughs> ah, ah. and then also um ah. And also, um, when you when you do very like when you this is where you I think you almost able to escape the bare minimum. Yeah. So mm. like when you when you let her spread her wings when she's in this state, she will be all over you when she starts getting unstable again. And this is like a few days before your ovulation cycle. So um, after making the decision, mm. like seeing that you're making effort and everything, this is where she wants to be the best of the best so as she makes herself feel more confident or make herself feel more good actually better <laughs> make her feel better she will if you gas her up she will go to the market she will do mm. a lot of things for you yeah okay so if i'm getting you right this is the time to affirm her decisions her actions this is not the time to argue or question or bring perspective like why did you do this you could have done this it's like oh you no, did she... this nice so in this stage you just want alpha and, and to take charge and take control yes, right but mostly of your life because she's very very sound when she comes to her partner she tries to be so it's more about her not her partner or anything it's at it's her it's time it's basically her time and if she tells you something or gives you an idea the best thing to do is advise because like at this point well um okay. it's more of um tell me is it wise to do that be like maybe it's not so wise to do that like don't do it now or something or like maybe you could do it like this but then like if she's somebody who no. doesn't like go all out like that and just wants to do like crazy things let's say um you want to go to the forest and you know try and fuck <laughs> go <laughs> like go jiva aborata yeah like if she tells you like like huh. like even if like you just look at them like i want to do this and I'm like yeah that's good like this is where like there's all the experiments that are being done but luckily when you're having conversations with this side of her she is very she yeah. is very attentive and she is not letting her emotions take the best of her so mm-hmm. so so now to the second question now how do you account for breaking people's feelings or making people feel a certain way uh, you you've had issues where people have committed suicide because of shifting energies Yesterday the girl was so into them and everything then today they just dump them and they can't deal with that. So how do you account for how you make others feel during this stage? Siko <laughs> baya, it's an art but it's almost as good as the book that tells you the ways on how to the subtle ways the subtle ways on how to not give a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the subtle act of not yes, giving a fuck. Yeah, like honestly, um, this is the best time you make your decision. And you're like, you know, when it happens, like, oops, okay, like I've broken up with this guy, I've broken up with this girl, like you know, it's just like shit. Like, okay, yeah. move on with life, you know, safe and sound, like that kind of stuff. So, like, when you're hurting someone, when you're thinking about, like, I think this is when, like, the woman I just thought, like, ah, uh-uh, now I'm tired. Like, this is the part where, like. For most relationships or for most situationships of end flings, um, the part where like somebody yeah. feels like you know they've been feeling drugged and they feel like it's no longer it's no longer something they want to do anymore. It's more of a have to. And you know when relationships when relationships change from want to to have to, it's actually really bad because you know how mm. like. When you say I want to do this, like I would not want to do that, like that kind of situation. When you say I have to do this because of he wouldn't or she wouldn't like A B C D, and I'd just be like, like this is the point where like I can break free and I go without trying right. to consider your like you're you're considering the emotions, but like you will know how to how to give the information the best way you can, but like. You don't want to feel the pain or the regret or that kind of situation. It's just like a, it's a mishap. We're done. That's it. Even so, what I'm getting is that this this is the epitome of human, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, so um, now to to the next stage, the second last stage, the ovulation stage, um. This is now when you're actually ovulating. This the ovum has been released, and um, it's the point. Yeah, a very unstable emotionally because there's a there's a an increase and a decrease in hormonal imbalance. Why? Because one, there's so much hormones when it's preparing to when the ovum is preparing to get a sperm. They're like, yeah, 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 it's not it's not it's not a sperm. Then they reach there and they're like, oops, this bitch, <laughs> we're not getting any children. So the hormones just, it's so much excitement and it goes down. So this, like, this is where you're extremely moody because there's a shift of hormone mm-hmm. balance, you know, from highs to extreme lows. However, this is when you have uh, more discharge, mm-hmm. vaginal discharge. So essentially, this would be the best time to have sex sometimes because your vag- vaginal discharge and also it, it increases sensation during sex. Uh, and also it increases your desire for mm-hmm. sex pre. Before... Before the ovum is disappointed because someone decided to use the dildo, someone decided not to do anything. But um, it's it's a very confused stage because there is the two yeah. sides in one. What do you think about this step? Um, this part of the cycle is more so yeah. like um, where I think I think this at this point is like more so like this is the beginning of wanting to want someone sexually. <laughs> like you know, apart for the confidence, the confidence has gotten you the sex. But now this is the point where you wanna hit orgasms, you wanna hit all, all corners of the earth. You wanna hit. <laughs> you know, you've got to get everything, a kind of situation. And then there's also emotional support. So, population <sighs> is a bitch. This is the point where yes. 
women get emotionally unstable for the next weeks or yeah. 10 days for that period because so much is happening in their body and they just like yeah. oh fuck it mm-hmm. and like this is now in how do you down. think but how do i think how do you think this affects your decision making as a woman Terrible. at this time sexually Honestly, yeah, i really so. think that this is the point where like if you're still meeting up with your ex you will be hooked for the next many days until the meh period because this should be the point where you this is the point where like you should run away because like um uh, honestly when i was a point when i was single um this is the point where i avoided yeah. the male species like i avoided guys completely like um this is the point where i want to cry i need emotional support and sex wouldn't be a bad idea but like i just i just needed someone and the one thing that really happened in the situation is that um, i used to know when i i start i start getting vulnerable in front of someone and starting to like them that they are being there for me so what i used to do is that i used to tell my friends especially my guy friends i used to be like are you we can't yeah. like i don't think we can talk this week let's talk next week or something because like i didn't want to get vulnerable and start catching in up inconvenient feelings or anything i was on a roll and i was trying to grow so so like you mm-hmm. you don't want someone to take advantage of your vulnerability and you don't want to mistake someone's kindness for liking you you know like this idea yeah, you grow point, and get yeah. to know yourself and know when you're vulnerable you can't do this 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 and this so when you when you ovulate when when you're taking everyone and you're single like this is a point where like i don't know if most women but personally i i would avoid i would avoid guys completely like i would not talk to them like i would converse with them small conversations but like getting to a personal level or just even having a small comment for a small problem i have i can easily catch so what do i do i run you run to avoid catching feelings. feelings and if they have feelings for me at this point i don't know i don't care this is when i think personally i don't think i work like a normal human being <laughs> but like I used to feel I used to feel like I don't want to catch feelings. I don't want people to catch feelings for me. So I'm going to disappear and then resurface a week later. Can I I cannot Wow. Okay. Uh, what about just flings and night stands and all too. that? How does that <laughs> <laughs> wow wow you can't relate okay, well um uh well um, i avoided at this point i avoided them because like i was just imagining you know that whole period like after you have done the dirty and you're like just like you know there's that point of like you know having a conversation this is the point where like 
Yeah. Um, people who are scared of catching feelings, i.e., me who was scared. Um, you get to you get to start feeling like you know what I think is the one. I think is the one I want to be in a relationship with. I am going back like a plague. Like I visit, you know that part where you say like the the the, the second phase after your cycle. That is where you with them. This point yes. is like out of bounds because you don't know whether you're going to fall in love with them or not. Because you can't predict and you can't predict um, feelings. Because like even then again, even when I catch feelings at this point, and this person is like, you know what, we can take things seriously. After my cycle, and then the, that small period, that small period window when I'm just feeling meh, I just realized like, shit, what the hell have I done? And this is when I start thinking how to drop my bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, so emotionally, like a woman is very unstable after or right before, right before through her fertile window, and um, you get more and more unstable. Yeah. So you get more and more unstable, and after your ovulation, then that's when you become emotionally unstable and highly vulnerable. No, let me just say, highly, highly like very emotionally unstable, like completely. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I feel like we already touched on the last stage, which was the teal, which is just days before you start actually menstruating, before you start bleeding. This is now after all four months. I believe we've marched it together, right? (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, fine. Um, The final stage, Mm -hmm. before you bleed, there is a rise and fall in your emotions. The ovum has just been disappointed. No sperms, mm. no no baby, no nothing. Your libido is lowest at this point because this is just before you start menstruating. Some PMSs have started your premenstrual symptoms. You are anxious because you're going mm. into your menstruation at this time. So tell me about this thing. What happens in your and mind? What like happens you in your really body? Like, um, for an extrovert like me, um, I feel like I really need to pick myself up. I really need to get things up and together. So you try and do things that make you feel the same way, like in your, in your sexy phase, that's all that. Like, you really try to pick up from what happened before your father's window. You really want to get that feeling again. You want the motivation to do stuff. But then, like, it's not there. But let me tell you, when at that point, sex is the best. I can't lie. It's the best really? because, like, and then also, it's not wow. the one for like you really like, like the sh- like you want to, like you want to have like such aggressive. Like you just want to fuck. Like it's a whole different type of feeling. Like it's not, crazy. it's not too crazy. But like you just want to have this. Like you want to have the full play. You want to have the everything so that you feel. You know, you kind of have your sex, but you still feel like shit. You still feel ugly as hell. Because this is the point where a girl puts herself down. Like, you'd be like, you know what? Like, like with your goals, personally, your personal goals, you feel like shit. Your parents, you feel uglier. You feel like ugliest. Like... How do you want to be like, a woman after all this? I don't know what testosterone does to our feminine... Uh, 
addictive biology but like i don't know what the male hormone the male um yeah that hormone thing you guys have that affects ours it's like a whole battle it's like a whole war so like the only thing that so like when it comes to this well, period yeah there's a lot of like feeling like shit and everything but then 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 now this is where the the irrationality comes you never know how the girl is going to act you don't know if she's going to get pissed you don't know if she's going to get she's going to get um, happy or you don't know whether she's going to be like okay because like on a level i experienced my fear sometimes or highly emotional and i don't realize until like you know have had a retirement like, yep yep that's the period talking it's coming soon <laughs> you just know I, i don't you know when you know emotionally like with my irrational state like i wouldn't know until something has happened and i'd be like yeah period coming and then with um when you have physical pain like you just like you're just feeling like your body aches and cramps and everything like you'll know that that's, that that's when you even like oh thank god i'm not gonna go on an irrational streak or something like this is where some women some women can be lucky it's either they have both the irrationality and the pain or they have just the irrationality or just the pain so it's really mine is either or so i never know it's quite unpredictable to know whether i am about to get to that stage or not okay so um how do you think some of the physical changes that happen in a woman's body affect them in this stage and the next stage which is the menstrual stage pre your menstrual menstruation itself and during your menstruation how does this affect you and how does it impact you sexually if it is your boobs or your your nipples getting stiff or your boobs getting Number bigger one, how does that impact the sex titties, you guys are loved big titties oh my god <laughs> they get heavy they get pain and everything oh my god so sex think you really remember no you don't remember like you it, it goes <laughs> wow and then when you're done it comes back like I'm here I didn't go anywhere so yeah uh-huh. you don't you don't really feel it but like um physically on on a sexual note um I just don't think it's appropriate to fuck fuck it's appropriate to make love because <laughs> your boobs could like swing and you feel pain <laughs> Especially if he's rough and he's touching yeah. them and he's licking them and he's biting That's them, give it a little love. Because you need to be like, you need to take me slow this week. Then the next week, like, do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, that kind of. Thing. And that's why, that's yeah, why we yeah, men, yeah. we men, like we men, find you attractive. Because three days ago you were all over. Mm-hmm. You wanted me to like lick your booty and lick your nini and touch your boobs and. And then today you're all like Yeah, it's actually like that because like sometimes like okay, personally I'm a very I'm a person who likes physical touch, so I'd be like go slow. Like don't too much. Like like it's nothing that we're going to rush into. But then like I know you can you can you can't play around when somebody's having so a so body. But the, 
don't know the rumor about the bark thing, but like I really hear that, that like doggy style helps with your bark aches. I don't know if that's true. Because like with your back ache, like when you have with your back, back, back pain. I don't know if that's completely true. I've I've had it that oh okay. I can't confirm it. Maybe you can do okay, it as a research or something. <laughs> well, with my research, most people preferred that they you know this style where you lie and then they the lie spoon. behind you Sorry. and they're hitting it from behind. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I thought you are not aware, but now since you have a guru in sex positions, yes. Yeah, um, but but um, I'll, I'll I'll find out. You know, if you're listening to the podcast, please tell us. Do you find the doggy style less painful for your back? Okay, proceed. Yes, what I can say is that with a menstrual cycle, like as long as like your female hormones are working the best, you will be able to make decisions that you will never regret. Yeah, and you will never hate. You know, like you will never regret, and you also make those to the best decisions. Yeah at that point but like when the testosterone thing comes in it's just it, it gets you more and more overwhelmed but to the point that like it kind of like let's say it doesn't it like undermines it makes you feel small it like it like i'm coming it's like something like you know how you rub us how you rub a stick like a stick that has a very rough skin like on your hand, like that feeling you're spinning the twig or yeah. something like this until you get to the smooth point. That's how it feels. Because like now you just peeled off the woman's stuff with yeah. skin and you put her like it's like, like ow, ow, ow. Let's just say it's like kind of touching a snake's skin. I'm not saying like the skin is sensitive when you peel your skin. After peeling your skin, that stuff is very, very 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 sensitive. so you don't know how you don't know how to feel you don't know how to get at anything that's happening. so yeah so if to guys um when this woman is getting like not guys or basically after women know each other but like i'm just talking about the people who need a hint if your partner is a woman and she is um, facing um she just decided to send lashes out the sparks at you. Please kind check her period cycle. Like just kids. So you know how to handle the situation. And also properly study like there's this um video by Glamour that talks about the cycle. You won't even know it it's even two minutes because it's that quick. <laughs> so like if you can be able to like go through that video and see how um the period cycle is, you will be able to understand um what kind of like I'm selling women out. I love you guys, I'm sorry. Um just read that thing so you can be able to gauge how your how your partner works, how your partner is going to be like and how to save yourself from any problems at that point. Yeah. So therefore, what do you want from a man specifically at this stage before your period? Where apparently the second <laughs> Wow. He knows what I like. Just I want cuddles and food and I want um, 
I want attention. Mm. Attention. Wow, uh, I'm, I'm finding it ironic. This is where your 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 confidence is low. You're just from your you know your heightened confidence, but you'd want attention. Yep. You know, this is the stage where you people walk with sweatpants. The stage of setting yourself free, just being as a woman, just being natural hair, no cutex, sweatpants. I would say no, 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 because at this point, like you feel your lowest, and you still need someone to gas you up. So, like when you gas the woman up at this point, yeah. Like, it makes her feel more, you know? It makes her feel nice. It makes her feel less depressed. Or I wouldn't say depressed, but less sad. Because, like, you know, it really engulfs, like, all these all this things that are happening in your body are engulfing all the activity that you've been through. And then also, when your partner, like, when your partner is very confident, you will you will see how um, she will reward you the same confidence you give her. So whatever you're doing at this point, she will listen to you, she will help you, she will guide. Like you be each other's cheerleaders in her confidence, but you really need to be her motivator when she's at this point. And the thing is that really important when a woman is not coming to you for money, okay, not as in like, as if she's not being, she's not with you for money, she would really, really want your attention. Yeah. Okay. Most of so the we, we most attention at this time. I think I'm a but he knows that. I don't laugh like that, but I'm very humble. <laughs> so Natalie, as we are hitting the one hour part, we'd like mm-hmm. to finish the first part of our, our episode today. Um, and that was about the menstrual cycle. So what advice would you give to both the men and the ladies with reference to the whole conversation that we've had today? And also for some reason, if 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 a teenager, a teenage girl who is experiencing their menses and they don't know how to deal with themselves at this particular um, it would be really great if you have your woman's calendar on your phone. It would be really great if you have all the information to understand um, mm-hmm. when her imbalance comes up. That's how you can help yourself and help them. Help them make your life easier. For the women, I really appreciate that you could communicate with your partner. Like, do not hide anything. Do not say anything. Especially, like, just be confident about your bodily function. It's a normal thing, it's a normal process. Just let it happen. Like, just tell them, communicate with them, tell them this can happen this time, this can happen this time. If you know, if you already know your body better than these other people, you will know it. For the teenagers, um, well, you haven't seen anything yet. So even when you get your first period, even when you go through the hardest times, even though you are trying to try sex for the first time, let me tell you something. 
learn and have your confidence because if you don't have it, the streets will just be telling you shit. So don't let the streets tell you shit. Be the shit of the streets. So just master your confidence before you get into anything that can get you vulnerable because when you're able to master your confidence you'll be able to master your vulnerability and know how to work on it yeah that's what i have to say thank you very much natalie for coming to the podcast today um as you're finishing on the final minute somebody might have you know interested in the conversation um feel free to give your response to the number on the podcast uh instagram my number is all over feel free to give feedback somebody might be interested in listening to your music honestly i am still in the works but like um my page is still um empty because i am (laughs) rebranding sort of so like if you can find me on um instagram designs by nat ke just all spaces and of course in between. Designs by Nat. So yeah. designs underscore by underscore Nat Ke. Interesting. Okay. Um, thank you, Natalie, for being on the podcast. Um, we shall continue the second part. We'll talk about the actual act of sex during the period. If you want to listen to the next one, it's Natalie. Of the effects of influences 